everybody. Welcome to the Lifetime Training Podcast. And today I have the one and only, our elite performer, Miss Kirsten Niespolo. And she has been with us for about four or five years and has just grown immensely, uh, both on the digital side and her personal programming. And, and we're just going to go into her story and, and just how she's made such a crazy amount of success, you know, moving her business from basically all in person to virtual and in the combination of both. So thank you for coming on and welcome to the show, Kirsten. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Well, you know, I know that, you know, you've been in and out of fitness and, you know, competition and just, why don't we start with just you explaining your story and how you got into this fitness career? So I started my health and fitness journey when I was 19 years old. Um, I actually started competing when I was 19. I've been in sports my whole entire life. Um, and ended up competing and taking it to the next level. After I competed in my first show, I ended up winning and just founding my like finding my new passion for the sport in general. Um, I knew I wanted to always help people out as far as like helping them just in general, whether it was health and fitness or was just with the everyday life type of thing. Um, I was actually in school at the time for occupational therapy and ended up switching my major over to kinesiology, exercise, sports science and getting certified in training just to help people in general um, achieve their overall health and fitness when I knew I was so passionate about that too. Um, just because it's an overall huge accomplishment, just knowing where you can take your physique and where, you're, where you can take your body in general from, say, from nothing to actually something and sculpting it and just seeing what you can do on a physical level with that. Um, after I ended up competing and getting my degree, I ended up getting certified in personal training. I was a caregiver for senior living at time, and I knew I wanted to take things to like the next level as far as helping out not just old people with senior living, but more so helping out people with weight loss, people who wanted to also compete and achieve the same goal that I did, um, especially when having people in general asking me, what are you doing? How have you transformed your body like this? How can I get to where you're at? What are you, and just more so asking for my help to train them, pose them for their competitions, teach them nutrition. Um, so when I got certified for personal training and nutritional coaching, I was able to help other people in general achieve the same goal. Outside of competing, I ended up, after personal training online, I ended up managing a private studio for three years. And that's when I more so really grew my business and picking up more clientele too, um, before Lifetime Fitness scouted me out and finally found me and then brought me over to them. Well, and I'd love to talk about that because obviously you were scouted and mm -hmm. and I don't think a lot of people out there know about that process. And, you know, this, this podcast reaches obviously people internal, but also a lot of people external. And would you mind just going through, you know, what that scouting was like? How did it come yeah. about? And, and how did it, you know, obviously lead to you to becoming a studio manager? Right. So... The sounding process was I actually received a message through social media um, from Ifanda from corporate. And he loved, he started following me. He loved my social media platform. Um, I have a very large social media platform where I post a lot of health and fitness related stuff um, at the time. So he was like, have you ever thought about, you know, working in a bigger place instead of a smaller studio? And I never, I guess I was comfortable where I was at the studio and never thought like, okay, there's, there could be something more. There's something bigger out there. Um, plus I was younger at the time too. So he reached out to me and was like, you should come on over to Lifetime. And I was like, you know, I'm happy where I'm at right now. 
I think I'm just going to hold off and stay here just because I had more flexibility too with my schedule. I was working like multiple jobs with caregiving as well um, and competing at the same time. So it was kind of overwhelming. And then I kind of pushed it off to the side. Three, four months later, Ifana comes back in, they pop back up and they're like, so have you thought about it? What are you thinking now? And it was just very consistent with it. And then until I got to the point where I was like, wow, I'm capped out at this private studio, you know, I'm reaching out to just people that I brought in and I'm building my own business here with just what I have in my social media platform. And I was like, you know, how can I get bigger? How can I grow my platform to the next level? And how can I, you know, take advantage of obviously too, um, a bigger platform. So coming over, I agreed to coming over to Lifetime. And I was like, wow, this is a big platform. I loved their community. I loved what they had to offer. Um, and that was just more of like my, okay, I, I'm all in type of thing, just because I can see how much more of a community they had and how everybody was just very supportive too. And the knowledge that they offered their trainers, their employees. And so they, I said, yes, they brought me over and here we are. Four years later, um, I am this now I'm the small group training manager over there. I'm a coordinator and absolutely love it. You know, well, and you know, it, it's funny because in the industry, you've got a lot of people that have moved from, say, a lifetime to a studio because they feel like the freedom's there and you know, all the other things. But you've had the kind of opposite approach of where you started there and you said, I can grow my platform, which you've had an established platform, which we'll get into. But, you know, so since coming over, how much has then, you know, Lifetime then been able to help you grow that platform? And, you know, that leads Mm -hmm. to more reach as well as financially better. Right. So at a private studio, it's, you don't get, and you don't have anything, you're building up your own clientele, right? So it's whoever you are pulling in um, through the door. So it's a lot more hustle. It's a lot more work. You're advertising yourself. You're using your own platforms just to pull in and build your clientele. Um, Whereas at Lifetime, coming over to Lifetime, it was more of like, as I came over, the platform was a lot bigger. So it's like, here is this ocean and here are all these fish in the ocean. And I'm just this small fish in this ocean now. And I'm just like, what do I do? Like, everyone's kind of like migrating towards me now. And so now it's like they already have everything already established. So throwing me, me a small little fish in this big ocean, now it's just kind of like, okay, now I have to talk to these new people and I have all this these people around me to kind of, are they going to like me? Like, what if they don't like my vibe? You know, so it's now growing my own business inside of a bigger business too. Um, and I feel like when I was came over to Lifetime, just the community in general, being able to already have these classes, you know, built and then performing in front of more people as well um, helped me grow my business too and in my community from what I brought over. Awesome. Awesome. Well, you know, obviously nowadays, you know, Instagram, TikTok, all the social media channels, Facebook are are super popular and, you know, helping people grow. And, you know, I know that you've grown, you know, your Instagram and, and those channels pretty significantly. And, you know, it, it's something that, some people, some professionals have a hard time and difficult time doing. Um, would you mind going into, you know, what, what allowed you and what were the things that you did to help grow that influence online? And then we'll get into the, how that impacts, you know, you yeah. and your ability to reach people. So it started off with, I wanted to start this fitness Instagram account. I was just posting, you know, recipes, you know, the selfies in the gym, um, just working out all the time my workouts, my nutrition plan. So just kind of started off with just something for fun. 
And then I found that as I started competing and I picked up sponsors along the way and I traveled nationally to compete, um, I found out that I was meeting more people. And as I was meeting more people, we all just kind of connected through social media because we wanted to be, you know, we wanted to have like-minded people that were supportive, motivated, kind of inspiring to each other too, to keep people, you know, keep us going. And then as I kept, you know, traveling and growing with sponsorships and growing with new clientele too, um, I was able to keep growing my social media platform. And then it ended up turning into people on social media were asking, you know, can you help me? Can you help me achieve my fitness goal, my weight loss goal? And I was like, I would love to, but I wasn't, you know, certified at that time either. So like, how can I do this? Reach out and help these people, but also turn it into like my future career. Mm -hmm. And that's when I became certified, um, got my bachelor's degree um, in kinesiology. And I was like, let's do this. Let's take this to the next level. And that's how I ended up growing my social media platform even more by posting now other clients' transformation stories, their success stories, their weight loss stories in general, pictures, um, and then be building off of that to getting more clientele from that too, and just using that towards my to my advantage as well. Awesome. Well, you know, in you know, I see people dabble in it, but they still don't grow. I mean, you're thirty thousand mm-hmm. plus people, and you know, it, it, were there things that you had in your mind? you know, you mentioned nutrition plans and, and, and the selfies and different things like that, but was there a philosophy or mentality in your mind that I needed to do, you know, so many per day or be consistent? Like, what were the things that, you know, because a lot of people try this, but they still don't get, yeah, you know, the impact that, that you've been able to get. Right. So it's, it's pretty much knowing like you're following. So like knowing like your niche. So what your people, what you're following is asking for, what their vibe is and what they're like looking to see from you. Um, when I first started social media, it was like not posting just one time a day. I would post like two to three times a day just to create volume. And then those are always funneling through, especially with hashtags and the different um, things from TikTok to, you know, Instagram. There's so many different algorithms out there that you kind of have to like pay attention to or like learn about because that will make a huge, you know, impact on just your social media platform in general. But posting, say, two to three times a day is what I would stay consistent with at the time. Um, it's different now, but like at the time when I was first getting started, it's like, if anything, you have to put, you know, a lot of time into it, but it all pays off at the end of the day and in the future, you know? So just being consistent is the main thing, posting two to three times a day, um, every single day, you know, just taking out a little piece of your day to just push out something, whether it's say a recipe or whether it was, um, like a selfie or a workout um, or just anything health and fitness for general, which is my niche. Got it. And, and so prior to lifetime, then you come in at lifetime and you, you know, were a small group training performer and you're getting in front of different people. How did that impact, you know, just, you you mentioned it, the volume of people that are at a lifetime, how did that impact your social media, if at all? Yeah. So when I was at the studio, I was, you know, running boot camps and classes, but there was like, you know, 10 to 15 people. When I came over to lifetime, now I have like all my classes are waitlisted, right? And like packed out. So now we have like 60 people pre-COVID, right? Now it's yeah. like, yeah. but um, yeah. so it was just like, wow, it's just so crazy to see everything and just meeting all those people. They trust you, you grow your community. They have like, um, you grow your own like following. So anything that you do, like they want to do, they want to support you as well to the community is insane. Um, but just having that connection with them and then them all funneling through. Cause then you want to be like friends on, you know, social media and everyone's following each other at that time. You're introducing people to new people in general and like friends. So it's like one big family. 
And we've all, you know, grown on social media platforms together, not just in person with health and fitness, but also on social media. So we're all always in touch. That's great. Great, great, great. Well, you know, you you mentioned COVID and obviously with the chaos of the pandemic and, you know, Michigan being one of the strictest and longest uh, to be, you know, held out, you know, what made you stay with Lifetime? Because, you know, let's be honest, we, we did lose a decent amount because they thought grass was greener somewhere else, but you decided to stay with us. And you know, what did you learn from that? Why did you stay? And, you know, let's get into how does that impacted you actually for the better? Right. So when we left or when we were in quarantine, we thought, okay, this is temporary. We thought it was going to be like a week and that's it. We're coming back. After the first week, you know, two weeks, three weeks happens. We're like, wow, like we can't, we're not, we don't even know when we're going to go back. So we're like, what do we do? You know, we all want to stay active, our community in general. We wanted to make sure well, I wanted to make sure that we were all still, you know, holding each other accountable too. So we would go to parks and I would hold park workouts for anyone who wanted to join Zoom workouts. We did just to keep each other accountable. Cause I knew like, if I didn't stay consistent with what I was doing inside of lifetime um, during this quarantine, that there was a possibility that I would come back to lifetime, not having my community or my following that I did going into quarantine. So, and it wasn't just like, okay, losing clients. It was more of like, okay, these are, this is a time right now that we all need to make sure we're staying healthy during the, especially COVID and how are people going to do this by themselves when they're always so used to leaning on me or f- taking my classes in general. Um, so I wanted to be able to help them during this time, which is why we did the parks um, workouts and why we did the zoom calls and the zoom workouts too. Um, and so when a lot of people were leaving lifetime um, or some people were like, you know, I could do this on my own. I've done this on my own before. And I know where, where I got, which was like, yes, I grew my business significantly amount, but I wanted something bigger and something more because mm-hmm. I never want to feel like, okay, I'm capped out. This is as far as you're going to go. I'm always yep. looking for the next big thing. Um, and lifetime has helped me got to get to that point. I um, mean, that's why I was like, okay, do I want to go back to being in a small studio or running my own business or having this community and having the knowledge that I do now throughout, you know, lifetime. Um, and that's why I say it was more so for the community in general. I mean, just what I've grown at lifetime to outside of coming into it. Um, and I just love what everything that lifetime has to offer for my clients that I brought over, but also the community that I built um, and where we're great. To go. Yeah. And, and, you know, the, the education and ongoing, I mean, some of the stuff we're going to get into a little bit later, as well as, you know, I, I worked in small studios before I started at lifetime too, and in home stuff and it, and I was in Chicago, so it was cold weather climate. And, you know, a lot of these great clients that you have, you know, I had one client that I trained husband and wife five days a week each, you know, seven, eight o'clock, but they also left for three months out of the year during Christmas and in all the holidays. So like my, my, whole financial income just fell apart, you know, and, and right. in a lifetime that doesn't happen. I mean, you'll lose clients, but there's going to be more that yes. are there. There's always there. So, you know, I, I know that you learned and adjusted. I know, you know, taking things outside, but I think a bit more happened through the pandemic to, to getting you to what we'll dive into is the, the whole virtual programming that we're, that you've really taken off and, and just ran with. So, um, but anything else that you, you learned through, this whole pandemic and things that you were able to do to help grow your business, even through pandemic. Right. Um, I would say 
never really know like your support group and your community until something like a pandemic happens and how many people like really support you, how many people actually truly care about you and the things that you've done for them or um, how of an impact that you've had on like your following and your community in general, especially with me being like a bigger group um, training performer in general, as opposed to one-on-one. But I've also learned that, okay, even during times of that are super hard, that people are willing to do whatever they can just to stay healthy um, and just to focus, obviously, on their health and fitness in general. But also, I learned how to do everything virtual through a camera. So, like, instead of talking to, say, hundreds of people live, now I'm just talking to a camera, which is a totally different vibe. Because yeah. um, there's nobody around you, it's just me talking <laughs> to the camera, and I'm just like, are people watching? Are they listening? Or what's happening? So there's nothing really to bounce back or feed off of. It's just, you know, I've yeah. learned the comfortability, um, being comfortable with that and learning that, okay, like I can do this and keep growing from not just in-person, but also now virtual programming and virtual performing too. Got it. Got it. And, and you know, I think that's a huge piece before we dive into you know, your online programming that you have and the virtual programming, but how important in your opinion was it for you to do all the things that you did in person to then be able to do it virtually or online? Mm -hmm. So in person, it's a lot different because of the energy, the energy in general, but also like the queuing and you're able to fix people's form in person Um, where I can go and adjust them. Whereas virtual, it's all about how you cue. So I can't go and move somebody if I can't see somebody doing the form the wrong way. I have to make sure my cues are good enough that they can like they can hear that and then fix their own form themselves. So it's very like it's very tedious when it comes down to in person compared to virtual. You have to be spot on, very detailed um, just to make sure that the the client doesn't, you know, hurt themselves while they're performing the movement or right. the workout in general. Yeah. It sounds like you almost have to assume the worst, so to speak in, in yeah. not in a bad way, but just assume that in your mind. So you're cueing and giving instruction all the time, not just in a corrective mantra when you see something. Yes. Um, but, but that's what I'm getting at is so many people nowadays are going straight to virtual or straight to, uh, you know, more so online and, and to differentiate online is building the programs. They're doing it virtuals in front of a camera with them. Uh, but, you know, there's so many people that are just going straight there without getting the in-person experience. And I think, you know, like you just said, I don't know that you would have picked up on something like that if you didn't do the in-person. And that's kind of where I'm asking is, you know, how important do you feel the in-person training is for you to be an effective virtual or online coach? I think it'd be, it's, it's very important. Yes. So, um, especially because if I didn't have the in-person say now or the knowledge in general, but the in-person interaction too, um, of how to correct and what to see where they're pushing their weight into their toes or their heels, you know, compared to a virtual where you can't really, you might miss those things. So I feel like that in-person is very, very important. Um, especially when it comes down to people are just going right into virtual, but they don't understand that in-person is a totally different like atmosphere. So yes, you can do things at home or you can do things all virtual, but are you still going to give a hundred percent knowing that somebody can't see you or watch you doing your actual workout or giving a hundred percent? So people are more like, they feel like slacking in the virtual side of things when they go right to virtual instead of going to in-person and virtual. Um, so it's just more of like that accountability to, and that motivation of the program in general, 
the accountability that's being held during the program and throughout the program. And then also to throughout different classes that they take. Got it. Got it. So, you know, again, staying on the, on the group side, because obviously group is, you know, whether it's smaller groups or large group, it, it, you know, you just influence more people Um, and and people will start by, oh, well, you can't correct. And, you know, going down that rabbit hole, let's just save that soapbox for another time because you'll get over it at some point later in your career, but you're influencing a ton of people in small group and, and you're a phenomenal small group trainer, as well as group performer you know, where do you attribute those skills and, and how did you develop those skills to, to be really good in, in that sense and in that part of the, the, the business? So I am a people person. I've done the whole online training and sitting behind a computer all day and just doing programs and programs. And I'm just like, this is boring. Like I need in per, like in-person interaction. I need to talk to people. Um, plus I'm Italian. So we're, we always are talking to people, meeting new people. <laughs> this, this whole, this whole started good job, but this, I, we, we both are talking with our hands so much because we're both Italian that that's all you're going to see in this, in this video. <laughs> right. And you're like, yeah, I and don't look at my nail. My one nail's broken. But yes, I could be at a grocery store and I'm meeting new people and bringing in new clients just from like that in general. So I would say it's more of like a characteristic and a trait that I've you know had. Um, but say now being able to help people, which is something that I'm passionate about now, I'm able to use say my strengths into something that I'm passionate about, and I really want to say reach out and help more people. Um, you can't really say. I always tell my clients, like, I can't teach you how to have personality. You either have it or you don't, you know? So, and just a matter of, you can help coach them and get people to say, feel comfortable with you. But my thing was, I want to make sure that people feel comfortable with me. They know that they can trust me. Um, They can come to me with anything at at any time. They can ask me any questions um, that they need. So I wanted to create more of like an organic community where we are all friends. We're all family here. Um, if something goes wrong in their life, whether it's personal or health and fitness, that they can always come and lean on me and reach out to me, which a lot of my clients do. You know, we're very, we're very, very close on all different, um, you know, sides of personal and health and fitness related things. So um, I definitely say like, how did I build those? Um, I was born with those. Well, but, but you have, <laughs> but, but there's things that you're born with and then there's things that are developed that you're born with. Right. So having a personality and then taking that skill set into having that personality and the knowledge, you know, from your degrees and your certs and your experience and putting that right. together is a skill, you know, of taking yeah. all that and, and kind of making it because there's, and, and that's the, it's whether we like it or not, some of the smartest programming trainers out there. They're just so bland and and they don't have the connection. And that's why they lose clients, even though their clients say it's too much money, but that's just typically always the excuse that they use because it's the easiest and they don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. Um, So, you know, again, diving into, you know, you built this great in-club brand and you, an online brand, and now you, you pull all of that stuff together into creating, you know, and do you teach both small group training and studio classes or, okay. So you're, you're teaching both group, what we'll call group exercise as well as group training. And so, you know, how has, you know, you being involved in the group exercise, how has that impacted your ability to build your group training programs? So with the group fitness, it's more of like, 
say just a workout. So it's just a random workout that we do as a class just for people to say, come in to get their workout in and leave, right? It's not a program design, whereas our small group training program is all a 12-week period, um, 12-week program design. So where we're doing different movement patterns, we're progressing in different phases as well. So with my community and group fitness, it was kind of more so showing them that, okay, guest group fitness is good just to get you started in your health and fitness journey. But then you get to a point where you might hit a plateau. Well, now we need to focus more on, say, strength training and not all these cardio circuit classes. So you kind of tap them over, kind of mended, you know, built that bridge between training and group fitness where there's so many people that were just shunning personal training and small group training that were coming from group fitness so my goal was to build that bridge of, listen, like I do both and you can look like this by lifting weights and not getting bulky. And you don't have to be afraid to like lift heavier weights than the tens or the twelves in the um, group fitness studios. So the community from group fitness, pulling them out slowly, but surely have now all converted over to personal training and can see how their body has changed the benefits between the both two. And just knowing that there's so many different um, programs that you can do outside of just, you know, cardio hit training all the time. Yeah. Well, and, and I, I, I can imagine too, that, you know, depending upon what they're doing in your group, in some cases they're in your group training a few days a week, and then maybe they're coming into your group exercise the other couple of days a week. And then, you know, now getting into, you know, the most exciting and how you've just absolutely tore it up for us is now taking those same people and, taking them into the, the online and virtual training program. So, you know, obviously, you, you know, not obviously, but people that are out there, um, Kirsten's created kind of a persona around K body and then also K booty as two programs that we're going to be launching one that we've launched one that we're going to be launching. Talk us through at, from a trainer's perspective first, mm-hmm. you know, how has this impacted your ability to not only reach people, but increase your ability to make more money with really the same or nominal amounts of time? So there's only so many hours in a day, right? So I could take on class after class, hour after hour, I'm working 10, 12 hour, you know, shifts. Um, and I'm only tapping into X amount of people that I can get to within that 10 hours, Right. When I created, say, K-Booty, my six-week K-Booty program, I was able to reach out now to hundreds of people. So I believe there's over 300 people that end up signing up for the six-week program, which I would have never been able to reach out to in one day or um, help out in one day just because of time or in person. There's only one of me um, to be able to do that, right? So when we created, say, K-Booty, it was a better way for me to reach out to more people, help more people. Um, all within just a platform and the digital platform in general, which has definitely um, increased, right, revenue, um, increased, say, just my other business with K-Booty Bands um, and K-Body as well. So it's just knowing that, like, okay, you have this community. How can you help more of them or bring them back? Because some of them have fallen away from COVID. So it's like, how can I bring more of those people back to show them that we can still do these things inside our club, but also at home? And that's when we launched K-Booty with both of the in-club and at-home program for people to do, um, not just inside of a gym, but they could do that from the inside of their own house and still get the results they wanted to, but still be physically active um, and still focus on their health and fitness during, say, quarantine and COVID. And, yeah. and, and, and you know, you said you went from basically zero to 300. And what was the time frame of you getting 300 people additionally paying you an additional, was it about, was it 39 or what, what, I don't know what you were charging, but um, 
but yeah. whatever that was, but you know, you got 300 people to then pay in extra for this program that you built. Um, and how long did that take? So we ended up launching it and the first, we launched it for only like seven days. So I was like, okay, we'll launch this out seven days. Let's just see the first one we ended up doing free. Um, and then the ones that are coming forward, obviously like the eight week summer strive, which is coming. Um, we're going to start that May 1st, which we'll announce on social media and all that. Yeah. But those ones are all going to be an additional, but with more. Yep. Uh, everything as far as like we have the seven day launch out. So we're like, okay, let's see how many people will bite on for seven days. This will be just the first free one just to create momentum to see if people in, end up, you know, even liking it or wanting to convert over virtually or in club and see how they, they feel for this. Um, so it was seven days, 300 people came onto it. Um, we launched, we cut the date off right after and was, people were still asking and I was like, well, maybe we should just keep this. Should we keep opening it up? Should I have yeah. like a seven more day, like for them to keep signing up with it? Um, we ended up saying, okay, no, we'll do that for the next one. Um, and it was a live, I could only imagine how much, how many more people would have, you know, signed yeah. up with that. So yeah. you signed up 300 people in seven days. Yes. That, that came on to the freemium person. And then obviously yeah. there's, there's different aspects of it. And, you know, th there's a lot that goes into this too. So, you know, would you mind diving into, I, I believe you worked with Cliff um, and, you know, would you mind going into the prep work to be able to get it to, you know, where it is today, where how much time are you spending with these people, you know, now, but let's, we can't discount all the time that you spent right. putting the program together. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Let's back up a few steps. So, yeah. Making the whole program was obviously the most time consuming. Um, so you're sitting down, you're creating this whole program, you're fix, we're tweaking everything, fixing everything, making sure we have all the things that I wanted to add in with the idea that I wanted to create with K Booty. So it took a, it took a long time, you know, to build it. And then now it's like, once it's already built and created, we launched it out. Now it's kind of like an easy breeze, right? It just runs by itself type of deal, which then helps me have more time to create my next program, focus on my in-person clients and classes as well. So it's just the timing of making your program. Once you have that set up, then it just speaks for itself. Then it's always there. And, and when you say long time, uh, just a rough estimate. You know, I would say, so I wasn't giving, obviously doing it for say full time. So I was kind of doing it in between clients, doing it on my free time, my days off. So I would say roughly around, you know, three, four weeks of yeah. when, as how we were creating that. And, and that's the inception of the concept. That's the, how is it going to be communicated? That's the programming that's entering the programming into the platform, you know, so there's all of that stuff. But then once that stuff's going, then you interact with them from a live perspective, how, how often do you interact, you know, once the program's going? So I was interacting every single day. I'm just, I'm already on social media and I just love talking to people. So it's like, let's see who's saying what, you know, let's see how they're enjoying today. And I would throw out questions to keep people engaged, interacted as well. Um, and just seeing like how they were just liking the workouts in general. And so I was doing every day. You don't have to go every single day. I could have, you know, gotten away with every other day or say, you know, twice or three times a week. I just wanted to make sure, okay, it's my first program. I'm a perfectionist. So I was like, I'm going to just go all out with everything. Um, and then I was just, you know, love talking to the community, answering all the questions as well. So I was doing it every day, just being consistent to make sure that they know I'm engaged outside of all of the messages that they're getting yeah. and the criteria that they're receiving. Well, and, and that's the big thing. It's easy to get people on, but then to maintain and retain mm -hmm. those people is through the engagement. So you're spending what, maybe half hour, hour 
or so a day? Like I would say, yeah, maybe a day. So like five minutes here and there, you know, responding to um, the messages throughout their questions that they have, the in-person questions. Um, But it's like, there's a big group, there's a big group. So it's more of like a support group. So everyone's, you know, asking questions to each other. They're all getting to know each other too. So they're kind of, you know, creating this environment themselves. And I'm just kind of overviewing, right? And if someone has a personal question, they're messaging me separately and I'm responding and answering to that. But it's cool to see like how many people are connecting in this actual group and how many people have the same lifestyles or becoming friends to do workouts together or, you know, meet up at the gym to do the workout together and just the community that is um, going inside the actual virtual program, not just, you know, outside of it as well. Well, and, 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 and another thing too, this isn't like I'm texting people in a group text. This is a, a designed fitness application that all that communication happens and the notifications happen. So that is something that Lifetime provides to you at, at no additional cost. So you don't have to pay for any of that and you're able to use it and then maximize it both on a free and a fee-based uh, mm-hmm. model as well. Awesome. So you've got the K booty, which obviously we all can figure out what that's about. Um, <laughs> right. Uh, but then you've got, you've got K body that's coming out. So would you mind teasing us on what's happening there and, and what people can expect? So K booty was the first part of it. Right. So I was like, you know, I always knew I wanted to create a fitness accessory line. Um, and then whatever happens, you know, from there happened. So during quarantine is when I was like, okay, this is going to happen. I'm going to make this happen to parlay that with my programs and the K-Booty program in general. Then we started thinking about other things like, okay, so now people are asking for not just booty bands, but gym apparel, you know, workout um, bags, water bottles, all that stuff. And people like love the booty bands so much that they're like, you need to create more. So it got me like thinking a little bit. I'm like, okay, so let's just, you know, I'm always in different workout sets. People are always asking me where my clothes are from. I'm like, you know, I think I can do this, you know, and just more so finding the quality. So K-Body will actually be launching out May 1st, which is my own fitness apparel line, um, different workout sets. This is actually my red set here from K-Body. Um, and then there's the logos on the back and everything. So there's a bunch of different sets and apparel that's coming that we will be launching out May 1st. And you guys are the first to know. So <laughs> awesome. And, and, and then there's, there's programming though. That's going to different, you know, like your newer programming is also going to be changing. So yeah. you're able to maximize on the clothing lines and, and the bottles and, and the apparel and the accessories and things like that. But then also from a programming standpoint, what's different, what's coming and, and what, what can they expect in, in that program? That's going to be, you know, a, a smaller fee-based model. Right. So the K-Body programmings will be, the next one will be Summer Shreds. That will be launching May 1st as well. Um, so we plan on launching many different programs along the way since it's summertime and everyone wants to, you know, get the summer body shredded or leaner for that bikini body. Um, the Summer Shred program is going to be eight weeks long and that's coming in May. And we're also tapping into, say, different workout clips of me personally, where K-Booty didn't have that. It was just more of like just the virtual program. So now we're kind of tapping into a little bit more in depth of more classes with me that are our virtual where you can play at any time, do the workout at any time on top of the virtual program as well. Um, and then we also have the nutrition program, a sample nutrition program, a part of that too, just to keep people accountable, but also knowing now it's not just the workout program that you need to get summer shredded, summer lean or yeah. that bikini body, but what goes into your body also plays a huge role in say how the muscle mass is on, how lean you're, you're getting to. So 
incorporating right. the nutritional program into that is going to be more of like a double whammy outside of what we did for K beauty program. Got so it's it. a little bit more um, advanced as far as like things that we are having to offer into K body eight week summer shred. That's fantastic. You know, and you know, anything else, you know, before we take off, obviously I want to make sure that, you know, and we'll put it in the show notes, just, you know, your Instagram handle and how the direct access they can get to you through the lifetime app as well. And we'll put that stuff in the, in the show notes. So you can just click on that on whatever channel you're watching, whether it's YouTube, Spotify, Apple podcasts, iHeartRadio, all the other ones, but uh, anything else you want to leave, uh, you know, the, the fans with and, and the people out there listening. Um, just if you have a goal, if you have a dream and it's something that you're constantly thinking about just to go after it, whether it's going to take you a month, a year, two, three years, um, zone in on that. If it's something that you really want and go after it and get it, because the biggest thing is you never want to live in regret, especially with all the changes that are going on in life right now too. Um, you never want to live in regret. You always want to just go after what you have or what you want. What, what you want to get and achieve that goal because anything is possible. Love it. And, you know, I always say one day at a time, have the dream and take it one day at a time. So yeah. awesome, awesome, awesome work. Well, thank you so much for being on. And I, I can't wait to see the stuff that's, uh, you know, coming out in the future. 